1: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Tech. So let's start with these hearings today. As we mentioned, the Canadian Transport Agency hearing from passengers on these two Air Transat flights that were stuck for hours on the tarmac at the airport in Ottawa. Now it was unusual circumstances; planes had to be diverted. There was severe weather uh, around Montreal, which is where they were supposed to go. But how is it? That people can be stranded on the tarmac for hours upon hours, without air conditioning on the planes, without food, without water. And what can the transportation agency really do? So is this all kind of for show? You know, joining us for some thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program, uh, Gabor Lukacs. He's air passenger rights advocate. Gabor, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. All right, so what do you make of the fact that this is happening? I mean, it, it sounds like the agency is taking this seriously. we got two days of hearings, but are you confident that anything will come of this?
0: I'm not going to hold my breath. There is no doubt that they are taking the media aspect very seriously. They are creating a great show. Only the popcorn is missing. Nevertheless, in terms of actual changes, those happen not simply as public hearings and inquiries, but actually in the enforcement department of the Canadian Transportation Agency, which has already made it clear on Assistant Facebook that they are not going to issue fines to their transit no matter what. And I'm finding it particularly troubling because the agency is actually trying to tell the public that they currently don't have the power issue fine, to issue fines, which is actually false. They can issue a fine of up to $10,000 per incident In this case, we have at least 336 passengers involved. It would be $3.36 million in fine. They could issue that, but they are misleading the public to believe that they are powerless.
1: Well, that's concerning. So if they've got the power to to fine Air Transat or to perhaps find that they violated uh, the regulations and should be subject to a fine, why isn't that on the table?
0: It is something that I would hope the media is going to continue asking. I have no idea why it is on the table. And it's quite troubling that I often see that the mainstream media is not sufficiently critical of the information that the government is giving out. There is no enough factor in happening when the government says something.
1: So what are the relevant regulations? What what applies to a situation like this? So in this case,
0: Air Transit has a document called the tariff, which sets out the terms and conditions, including the obligation to allow passengers to disembark after 90 minutes. Breaching that uh, document obligation set out there is not simply a civil matter. It is actually a breach of section 110 sub 4 of the air transportation regulation. And whenever you break a regulation, you can be issued a fine which is set out in the designated provisions regulation. In this case, the fine applicable for a breach of this type is up to $10,000 per incident. Violation. So, legally, it's very clear that air transit could be fined, and it's beyond the why they're not being fined. And if they're not going to be fined, then what is really the whole purpose of this inquiry? Perhaps they're issuing some corrective measures. But yeah. the real correction happens when an airline knows that they will be facing financial consequences. After the first million-dollar fine that the Canadian Transportation Agency would issue, everybody would know that they mean business. I'm not seeing any sign of that at this point.
1: Right. So what, what could come from this hearing then?
0: Uh, possibly uh, a, a decision which says that air travelers would have to do things somewhat differently in the future. But as long as there are no consequences for breaking the rules, adding more rules makes no sense. The trouble, the problem here, was not that there are no rules in place, but rather that the rules were not followed.
1: And what do the rules say about uh, being stuck on the tarmac? Are, are there any kinds of, of limits in place, that it's you know, up to a maximum of two hours or three hours or anything like that? And, and do other countries have those kinds of rules?
0: In Canada, the rules currently are set out in the terms and conditions of the airline, not in a law. But the terms and conditions are binding because there is a rule that whatever you put in your terms and conditions is legally binding on you. In the U.S., I understand there is a three-hour rule, and, and airlines have to have a contingency plan to allow passengers off or provide them various, various necessities. In Canada, this 19 minute, minute an hour-and-a-half rule was in air transit terms and conditions.
1: Okay, so they went past that, that limit. So what's your understanding from what you've read of this case? Why did this happen, do you think?
0: What I have read and struck me as quite troubling is that the uh, pilot, actually, was never aware of the obligation to allow passengers to disembark, nor did he attempt to make a request to have passengers disembark.
1: So was the expectation was that uh, it was just a temporary landing at uh, the airport in Ottawa and that they would continue on at some point uh, to Montreal?
0: That's what they have been telling passengers, but actually what I heard just today in testimony, that at least one person who was an airline insider knew that it not going to be just a few minutes. So people who are in the know, who are aware of how airlines operate, knew and she
1: has certainly known that this is not going to be just a matter of a couple of minutes. Right. So if we get to the end of this, and there's some scolding, there's some finger wagging and telling Air Transit don't do this again, but really that's all that comes of it, what, what needs to change? Because as you say, they, they do have the power as it stands right now to find the company for something like this. So we don't necessarily need to change the rules. So what, what, what should come of all of this?
0: What I would like to see is a public inquiry about what is happening in the Canadian Transportation Agency. When you uh, look at, at their structure, at how, how they, are, they are set up, um, there are some serious tr- concerns about it. They have a large number of complaints that they receive, but actually, uh, when it comes to uh, enforcement, the number of enforcement actions has dropped dramatically over the past four years, while the number of complaints received by them has increased by a factor of four. That makes no sense, and that is troubling.
1: And did do this? Well, uh, we'll hear more of this testimony tomorrow, and then I suppose we'll see what happens uh, going forward. Uh, more on this case uh, and other issues at airpassengerrights.ca. Gabor, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: All right, take care. Uh, that is Gabor Lukacs, uh, passenger rights advocate, airpassengerrights.ca. Uh, so he's concerned that this is more of, uh, of a show, trial. It's for publicity, but that nothing serious is going to come of it. So he's arguing that the authority is there, the jurisdiction is there to find air transit, if they so choose. Is providing passengers on board a delayed aircraft with food, snacks, and the option to disembark is not only a matter of common sense, but also a legal obligation. Rule 5.2D of Air Transat's terms and conditions requires the airline to do so. Failing to comply with an obligation set out in the international tariff is punishable by a fine of up to $10,000 under the Canadian Transport Agency designated provisions regulations. Because such conduct is a contravention of Section 110, subsection 4 of the air transportation regulations. Since there were 336 passengers on board who were denied their basic rights, the agency could fine air Trans at 336 times 10,000, which is $3.36 million. But it seems, though, the decision has already been made ahead of time that there will be no fines. His prediction is that uh, air transit will escape accountability and financial consequences. Uh, The agency's final decision may contain at best some stern words, but will most likely blame exceptional weather and miscommunication between those involved. Uh, So we'll see. We'll see if that prediction uh, comes to fruition. Have you ever been through anything like this? I never have, fortunately. But, yeah, I've, I've been on flights where, you know, you're a little bit delayed, and we have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, they're backed up or just concerned about the weather. But not, nothing ever like that, right? Six hours stuck on the tarmac. And they're not bringing you food or snacks or anything like that. And they're not letting you get off. It's got to be one or the other. That's just bonkers. Anyway, 403-974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this.